Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today and I want to welcome you. Today's episode is all about the importance of your attitude and keeping your attitude and mindset in check. Now, I know that we have talked about this before, but today I'm really going to talk about the importance of overcoming obstacles and how your will, your determination, and your mindset absolutely play a key factor in that. And so if you are going through anything challenging in your life right now, you will want to stay tuned for today's episode. So before we get started, I want to remind you that if you want to become a Patreon member, you can follow me. The link is in the show notes. You can become a member for $5 and get two extra episodes of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness each week, or you can join the $10 membership level. And for that, you get the extra episodes each week, plus reading each week and guided meditations. And I would love to have you over there. So just go to the show notes and click on the link and you can join me on Patreon. You can also work with me. If you want to work with me, go to melissaoatman.com. I do readings. I do Reiki. I do past life regression. I also do coaching work where we can work on anything you want to work on. And all of the information is at melissaoatman.com. You can even sign up for a free discovery call where we can meet over Zoom and discuss what it is you'd like to work on and how I might best help you with that. I would love to hear from you. You can also still purchase my 60-day transformational journal. It's available on my website at melissaoatman.com forward slash shop. It is a digital online journal. But if you want to download the PDF, you can certainly download it and you can write on it that way if you would prefer to have a paper copy. All of that is available over on my website, melissaopen.com. So mindset, what is this all about? We hear people throw this word around all the time, your mindset, have a positive mindset. What does this actually mean anyway? And why does it matter? So I'll tell you, what's been going on in my life and how I have seen the way that mindset really makes a difference. Most of you, of course, if you followed me at all and you've heard more than one episode, you've heard me talking about the fact that my mom is going through an illness and it has been extremely difficult lately because she went into the hospital right before Christmas with a severe infection and they um, also had given her chemo and her body basically could not handle the chemo. And it just sent her reeling and sent her backwards. She was doing well. And then this happened and she went into the hospital and it's a long story, but she did not really do very well and they didn't get her up and moving. And so she became very weak and she just wanted to come home from the hospital. And the only way they would let us do that is to put her on hospice And we told her that we will do this to bring you home. And then our goal is we want to get you back off hospice so we can, again, continue the alternative treatments that we've been doing because she was responding well to those. Well, our plans got derailed because once she got home, she's been so weak. We've had to take turns spending the night at her house with her. And when she gets up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, she has to have help. She can't do it by herself. And it's been extremely difficult for all of us to watch her decline and also just to have to provide this level of care. And over the Christmas break, she came and she stayed with us. 
And I have seen her state of mind decline as well. And I get that she's tired. I get it. She's been fighting this for over two years. And I get that she is very tired now. But I have seen the decline not from a place of I'm just in so much pain. And it's not that. It is more frustration And it's frustrating to watch because we have been working with a natural medicine physician who said that if, you know, if you succumb to this, it is not because of the cancer. It is because you are willing yourself because all of these things should be working right now. There's no reason. And I've seen this before. I had an aunt who did this when my grandmother passed away. And this was many years ago. I was in college her daughter was so distraught over her passing. She did have some illness, but nothing that was major that was life-threatening. But she only survived a year after my grandma because she basically willed herself to die. And so your mindset absolutely determines your outcome. And these are very extreme and drastic cases. They are. Like most people, it's not a life or death situation. However, You can alter things that happen to you. You can make things more difficult or you can make things easier based on your mindset. And I've seen it happen. I've seen it in my own life. And if you decide that you're going to do something, there's nobody that can stop you. But if you decide that you can't, there's also nobody that can stop you. So that means if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you know, you can't. Your attitude about things really determines the outcome. And it would be easy to say like, oh, you're just spouting toxic positivity. That's not what that is. It's not toxic to say that you have to have the right mindset in order to get through difficult times. You absolutely do. And I'm not saying that you're not going to be human and you're not going to like want to curse God and say, what are you doing? Why are you putting me through this? Of course you are. That's normal. I've been there this week so many times, frustrated and where are you? Why did you abandon me? And then I quickly come back to a place of realizing that I'm not abandoned and that if I want to sink into that negative space, it's my free will to do so, but I'm not helping anybody by doing that. And I've seen how when I decide to stop feeling sorry for myself and to determine that I'm going to figure out what's the next best course of action. And that's what I did today, even. You know, we were at a spot where I'm like, I don't really know what to do because we wanted to take her off of hospice. That was the plan when we took her home from the hospital was you're not going to be staying on this. We're just doing this so that you can be home for the holidays. And then we're going to come back and check back in with this doctor just to make sure everything's back on track and your infection's gone. And I mean, we were all on board with that. And then she gets home and it's like, no, no, I don't want to do any of that. And I can respect the fact that she feels that way and that that's her opinion. But I also don't think that she's cognitively all there because her blood sugar has been up and down and she's really weak. And she just like, it's like you're looking at someone who's not really there. 
So there's something going on and we need to get her in to have it checked out and just make sure that everything's okay. And she needs physical therapy to get her strength back because in the hospital, they just let her sit and she did not get up. They just had her on a bedpan. And so she lost the ability to use her legs and arms. And I understand these things happen, but to me, this is not caring for people. And you take better care of animals than we do humans sometimes. And it's very upsetting and frustrating. And I know there's probably a lot of you out there who work in the medical field. I am not criticizing you by any means or any stretch of the imagination. I understand your job is extremely difficult. And I sincerely appreciate those who work in that field. But I'm telling you as a person who's watching their parent go through this, it's frustrating. And no one wants to listen to you and no one wants to advocate, nothing. So it's that situation going, where do we go? What? Okay, like if this is it, fine, I can, I'm, I can deal with this. But what do we do? Because we can't just let her lay there in bed with nobody there. Like we have to go to work. We all have to, I mean, luckily we were all on Christmas break. But if we, you know, we're going back to work. So what do we do? And then hospice isn't supporting and that they can provide any of the care that she needs. So now we're left going, what do we do? What do we do? This won't work. And so it was at this place today where I felt very much frustrated and I don't know what to do that I said, okay, when I don't know what to do, what do I need to do? I need to go inward and I need to connect to source and I need to listen because I know that I'm being given guidance. I know I haven't been abandoned. I'm just not listening I'm not trying to feel the presence of my entire spiritual team who's been with me the entire time. I know they have not abandoned me. That's just my victim mentality talking, saying I'm alone and I'm not. And I've had wonderful people reaching out, so I'm not alone. So I had to go inward and say, okay, what is this about? What should I do next? Where should I go? Like, you tell me what I should do. It's fine if this is what she wants and this is what we're doing, but we've got to make it work for her too. And I kid you not, a commercial on television came up for this name of this company that they provide in-home services. And then uh, I had a, a tiny mishap when trying to care for her. And this is why I'm talking about we're not getting enough help. She had to get up to go to the bathroom the other night and she's staying with us and I got up to I literally have to pick her up from the chair to get her there and then back and I it was fine getting her there got her back she kind of lost her footing and lost her balance and then when she went to grab on to me she threw me off balance and then she completely like lost all control over any of her limbs and just went down and it was all dead weight on me and I caught her and took her down to the floor and had to kind of get her position to a place where I could sit her up, but I hurt my back. And this was a, you know, a wake up call for me of, okay, even though I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be too much and it's overwhelming. This physically is too much. Like it's dangerous for all of us. Cannot do this. And so I had to go get a massage. And the reason I'm telling you what happened is because it's leading up to this, I had to go get a massage. So I did to help with my back. 
And this woman, I kid you not, you know, she's asked me how I injured my back. I'm telling her. So that leads to a whole conversation. She's like, you need to call this company. And it was the same company I saw the commercial on TV for. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, it, here's some guidance. I'm being given guidance. This is what I needed. And then she's giving me other resources. And then she's like, you're not alone. I dealt with this before with my dad. And it's just the hearing that you're not alone. It's the, here's the guidance that was like a breakthrough for me. And I know that if I would have gone on like, you're such a victim. Oh my gosh, this isn't fair. You haven't had any sort of a break. You know, your whole break from school was spent. You're exhausted. You haven't even gotten one night's sleep. If I had just gone on and on and kept, woe is me, that which I wanted to do and was stuck in for a minute, a hot minute, I would never have heard the guidance that the universe was trying to give to me. And I do truly believe sometimes the universe works in ways where things happen, like hurting my back was not something I wanted, but it led me to some answers. And it helped me to understand that, and and this happens to me often in my life, where I take on so much and so much and so much and the universe is giving me hints like hey you got to slow down hey you got to take a break hey you need to do this and I don't listen I'm very guilty about that sometimes and then the universe will do something I call it the pulling the rug from out out from under me or the tower moment something will happen where they get my attention one way or the other and that's what it's exactly what happened the other night the universe got my attention shook me and said, hey, you can't keep doing this. You can't go on like this. This is not helping anybody. And and my aunt, this is so funny because she lives next door to my mom and has been helping. And she is very much um, like a conservative Christian. And she said, I read your book and I was like, oh, because I talk about past lives and I talk about all of these things that really go against her beliefs. Like we've had arguments about angels before And so I was really kind of afraid for her to read my book and felt like maybe I would be judged. But she said on the phone today, she said, well, I just finished reading your book. And just like you said in your book, you can't fill anyone else's cup if yours is empty. You need to take care of yourself. And you really are a good writer. And you really made some good points. And so I, you know, I was like astounded that she said that. But also, again, it's like, the universe throwing my own words back in my face to say, hey, you got to take care of yourself. You can't take care of anyone else if you're not taking care of yourself. And hey, you got to trust us. We're helping you. We're here. But if I had that woe is me attitude, I wouldn't have heard anything anybody said because you know how it is when you're down and you're just like down in the dumps, woe is me. People try to give you advice. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes in one ear and out the other, right? You're not listening to any of it. You have to be in the right mindset and frame of mind to hear advice, to really get it sometimes. And I believe truly from the bottom of my heart that the universe was trying to tell me, hey, your mindset is all wrong. Like get your head out of your butt. (laughs) Stop being like, stop throwing yourself a pity party. And instead start listening to us because we're actually talking to you really loudly and you're not hearing us. And I truly believe that that is what is what that is what was happening. 
And so I, from then on, I was like, okay. And now every little thing I'm like listening, like, is this a sign? Is this, you know, but it's true. I was ignoring everything. And it was because I didn't have the right mindset. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to get frustrated and you're never going to be upset. You're never going to think life is not fair. Of course, it doesn't mean that. That is toxic positivity to say that you don't deserve to feel that way or that you're not going to ever feel that way. Of course you are and you should feel it and you should express it. I cried myself to sleep last night. Well, at 3.30 this morning after I tweaked my back and had the revelation that I can't keep doing this. I cried myself to sleep because it was a mixture of exhaustion, frustration, physical pain, and emotional pain. It hurts to see your loved ones suffering. It does. And it sucks to not be able to do anything about it. You know, you feel that way as a parent, right? When your kids are hurt and you just want to make it go away. And when the roles are reversed and it's your parent, you still feel that way. Like, I want to make this go away for you. How do I do that? So I had to have my moment and you're going to have to. And that's important. It's necessary. And it is a part of the process. You got to have your moment. You got to grieve. You've got to do what you need to do. And then you've got to get right back up again. And you got to keep going. And if the way that you were going isn't working, it's okay. It's not failing to stop, redirect, and try again. That's how you learn. It's like watching a toddler. I know, I don't know if they have them anymore, but when I was a kid, when I was little, and when my kids were little, they had these seats that you could put them in and they had wheels. So it was like a bouncy seat in the middle and it was like a round plastic circle all around with wheels and they could like, you know, run all over the house in it. And it was interesting to watch them because of course what would happen is they would run into walls, right? You know, even if you were trying to watch them, they'd get really fast and go running and run into a wall or they would run into the door, the, um, doorway, I don't know what you call that, the strip in the doorway, the flooring piece, and they would hit it and it would make them stop or they could almost tip over even if they hit it just right. So you had to watch for that. But they're learning, right? They don't know how to navigate things. So they're running into walls and running into that thing. But eventually you see that they learn, oh, I can't go that way or I will run into that wall or I can't go over that thing. So I go around it. Or they stop until you walk over and pick them up and help them get over it. Why? Because that's the process of learning. You don't hit a wall and then start crying and then never do like go, go in that thing again. And you never see toddlers really do that, right? Even if they hit a wall, it didn't make them stop. They just kept going. Like when you're learning how to walk and you fall, yeah, you cry and then you get up and you keep going because if you didn't, you would never have learned how to walk. That is what life is like. It's always a continuous journey of learning. And you're going to fall and you're going to hit the door jam and you're going to run into a wall. If you stop and you sit down and you cry and you never get back up again, you're never going to see beautiful things coming from it. Because what I know in my own life is when I push through 
And I am determined. That's my word for 2022 is determined. If when I'm determined to get through it, there's always something beautiful on the other side of it. And your mindset absolutely has everything to do with it. Because if you had a mindset that said, every time something knocks into me, I'm just going to sit down and cry. You could have that mindset. I mean, when we were little, my sister and I went to an Easter egg hunt. And my parents loved to tell this story. They shot the gun. And my sister was afraid of the gun. So she just sat down and cried. She got no eggs. And I took off running and I don't like gunshots either, but I took off running and I, I was even like stealing eggs out of other kids' baskets. My parents are like, oh my gosh, like we got to worry about this one. I'm stealing all the eggs. And my sister just sat down and cried and she got none of the eggs. Luckily, because I was so good at the egg hunt and I was stealing everyone else's eggs, I had enough to share with her. But the point of the story is you could be like my sister and sit down and cry and never get back up again. And you have no eggs. You get no treasure. Or you can be like me who doesn't like a gunshot but hear it keeps running anyway and gets all of the treasure. Now, that's kind of a silly symbolic story and a silly comparison, but you get the idea. The point is you cannot give up. You can't go to that woe is me place. That's not helpful to anyone. And if I could instill that in my mother, I would so wholeheartedly. I've tried so many ways. But ultimately, you have the free will to do what you want, and so does she. You have the free will to choose to sit down and cry and stay down. Doesn't sound like much fun. Or you have the will to say, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to keep going, and I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and see what happens. And if I have to redirect, I'll redirect. And I don't have to worry about what's going to happen six months from now. I only have to worry about what's going to happen to me in the next six minutes or six hours. Just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. If you look at that whole mountain standing in front of you, you will be so overwhelmed. Don't look at it like that. Just start walking one foot in front of the other. When I was in Sedona, we were going to hike up this mountain. And it looked pretty big to me, right? Like, how are we going to do this? This is going to get really steep. And if I had thought about it and worried about it, I might have said, I don't know that I want to do this. But I didn't. I just said, okay, we're just going to start walking. And it was nothing. It got a little bit steeper and maybe a little bit harder when we got higher up, but was still nothing. Why? Because I didn't look behind me and go, oh my gosh. Or look in front of me and go, oh my gosh, we got that more to go. And actually, when I did get to the top and I looked down, I couldn't believe how far I'd come. And that's how you're going to feel too. Look how far I got. I am not where I was six months ago. Maybe I'm not where I want to be. But I'm not where I was six months ago either. And whether I can see it or not, there's progress. And that can look many different ways to many different people. But you got to cheer yourself on for how far you've come. And encourage yourself to know that you're not done yet. You're not done yet. 
Keep going. You've got this. I will be your biggest cheerleader. I love watching people succeed. And I especially love people I work with that I coach or that come to me for readings. I love watching them succeed too. It is awesome when they come back to me and say, look at everything that happened. That is like one of my greatest joys. I love that. I love to see former students come back to me and say, look at everything I'm doing. Love it. Like that is one of my greatest joys. I love watching you succeed. I don't have to compare myself to anyone else and be jealous of other people succeeding. I want everyone to win. And I think everyone should win. We deserve it. God did not want us to come here to be broke and miserable and unhappy and sick, especially sick. He did not want that. You came here to live your absolute best version of you. Be that best version of you, whatever that is. Allow yourself to invest in you by doing the things you need to do in your life to keep your attitude in check. Because it's not easy. Life will throw you curveballs left and right. But if your mindset is right, it's not going to matter. It won't matter because you're ready for it. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to keep going and not be phased much by it. And that's how it should be. Knowing that the universe is always working behind the scenes on your behalf to bring you what is for your highest good. But the divine timing part is important. You may not be seeing it yet, but it's coming. So have patience. Be gentle with yourself. Do what you need to do to make sure that you're keeping your thoughts and your words in check. We don't want to be manifesting things we don't want. And also be very gentle with yourself. And that means if you need to take an hour to cry your eyes out, do it. If you need to go get a massage, do it. Whatever you need to do that's going to feed and nourish your soul, go do that. All right, guys. Well, if you want to work on yourself and you would like to work with a coach, I would love to work with you. I offer coaching packages on my website at melissaoatman.com or you can reach out to me either. You can book a free discovery call or you can just text me or email me. I love hearing from my listeners and I don't mind However you want to reach out to me, I've had people message me on Instagram, on Facebook, send me an email, text my phone number from um, on my website. Everything is perfectly fine. I'm fine with whatever means of communication you are most comfortable with. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you today. And I also want to, again, just express my thanks for you being patient that I have suspended temporarily the free readings on Monday nights on Facebook It is only because I have not even had a chance to breathe, let alone try to do that. So I hope to bring those back again soon, but it is all going to depend on my mom and how things are going. I just can't commit to anything with that's extra right now because I, I am like needing to do self care and not having time. So thank you for being patient with that. I will let you know when that comes back. 
I did pull two cards for you today from the Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. The first one is passion and it's Archangel Haniel. Trust and follow your renewed passion in your love life and career. I love that. So maybe you have some new spark of interest in either of those areas of your life, follow that. And I always say follow your bliss and follow your passion anyway. If things are not working for you in either of those areas, it's okay to start over. It's okay to say, I don't want this anymore. It's perfectly okay. All right, and your next card is gentleness, and it's Archangel Sandal Fun. Be very gentle with yourself at this time. Surround yourself with gentle people, situations, and environments. And exactly, that is so needed. So if you've got people just demanding your time and energy, take a break, take a break. I know I'm going to have to also do that for myself, and I did do that today, so I'm glad I did, and I'm going to have to continue to do that in the future. All right, I hope that you had an amazing and wonderful New Year celebration, and you're looking forward to all of the blessings that are coming to you. You are such a blessing to me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with others. Thank you so much, those of you who've already done all of that. I really appreciate it. And also, if you um, want to follow me on social media, all of the links are in my description in the show notes. Also, my Patreon sign-up is in the description in the show notes. So come join me. I'd love to have you there. I do free readings there, too, for my top tier. And uh, as always, I hope you're having a beautiful day from wherever you are. You're seeing so many blessings. I know I am sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon, guys. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.